Facebook, and we're on Facebook and Instagram. And, wow. <laughs> and Facebook and uh, YouTube and amazing, beautiful. So Amit, hi, how are you? I am great, I'm great, how are you? Very good, very good. I like, where, where are you right now, outside? Yes, I'm just outside in my backyard, in my gazebo. Ah, nice, very, very nice, beautiful. Thank so you. what are we going to talk about today? Oh my God, I'm so excited about today because I have uh, invited some friends to watch this live because I've put together some questions that are really important given the, the phase that we are in right now. And okay. I know you are a powerhouse of information and knowledge and authority. And not just yeah. because I've heard it from somewhere, but because I've experienced that working with you. Uh, personally, myself, I've grown so much working and knowing the data from you and applying in my life. And uh, my my wife and my family, my two little kids, they have been influenced and they have seen crazy amazing results just with the application of the information that you've shared. So first thank of all, you. I want to thank you. Thank you for making that change in my life. And uh, it's such an amazing impact and profound changes have happened uh, because of you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And just people that joining us, what I suggest that you will do is that you will start um, a watch group. Because when you start a watch group, you will get more people that watching it with you. So right. if you can do that, it will help them because they will hear what, uh, what we're talking about here. And I promise you, uh, if anyone that will hear this uh, interview will gain some life-changing data. It's not just... Uh, another thing it's it will be amazing for them okay definitely definitely okay. so awesome. Awesome, awesome so i want to start with uh, the current situation that's happening and the fear seems to be the one in everyone's mind right now so in your opinion in your knowledge and information where do you think is the origin of fear where does it actually originate ah fear is simply an unwillingness to communicate. And in regard to the in regards to the coronavirus, I just spoke to Lisa about it. Um, in regards to the coronavirus, the reason you have the fear is quite fascinating. You, uh -huh. you, what does it mean, unwillingness to communicate? There is a lie. Okay. If you're afraid, you're dealing with lies. As long as everything is on the table, when you have all the truth on the, on the table, you will see that actually the definition of the word truth is um, the exacting, the exacting, but without continuation. The exacting, but without continuation. Which means it is the moment of creation. The moment that you go away from the creation, it starts to have continuation. And the more continuation you have, the more lies it contains. What do I mean? The only reason that this cigar is here is because the atoms are moving and that mm. movement is a lie. Why? What is a lie? A change of, from the original. A wow. change from the original, okay? So when you have a problem and the problem don't disappear, mm -hmm. it's because there is some lie, something you don't know. Once you know everything about something, it will go away and the bigger the damage, the bigger the destruction, the more lies are in the solution. So the solution deteriorate 
from the truth by the amount of damage it contained, the amount of change. So if we look at the coronavirus, we have a lot of change, changes in the whole planet, yeah. in everything. It means that there is a massive, massive lie. Now, what's the lie? What's the lie? The lie is quite fascinating. Uh, the lie is that the people that claim to be the experts in handling the pandemic are not an expert. Mm. Now, anyone can understand that. You don't need to go and check the certificates. What is an expert? An expert is someone that can bring results. Right. I agree. An expert is someone that can bring results. If, if I said that I'm an expert, but I cannot bring results, I'm not an expert. That's true. Yes? Yes. Now, how do you bring results? Is because you've done it before. You cannot have results in the future and say that you're an expert because you'll be an expert in the future. It mm. means that in the past you had results. Those experts that claim that they're an expert are not an expert because they never handle a pandemic. They maybe learned about the pandemic. They maybe had theoretical knowledge about pandemics, but they never handled the pandemic. Of obviously not in this size, not even close to that size, which means they don't know. Mm -hmm. Now the only problem is that when you act on something that you don't know and you start to go in one way, people have really one bug in people have one one bug, and this bug is the bug that destroys every person on earth. Uh -huh. And this bug is that there is one thing that's more important for you than, than living. And that thing is you want to be right. Mm. You want to be right more than you want to live, which means you cannot say that you are wrong. You never, no one alive ever say that he is wrong. You say I'm wrong because or I'm wrong, but you never say I'm wrong, full stop. Yeah, there's always a justification. There is an excuse attached to it. <laughs> if you say that, you will see that there is an excuse. Usually people telling me in seminars, I say that, and people say, yeah, I did say that I was wrong. I say, oh, give me an example. And they, they say, well, you know, I was uh, wrong uh, that I invested incorrectly. Good. How come that you invested incorrectly? Did you want to fail? No. So why, why did you invest incorrectly? Well, I didn't have the, the data. Good, you have because. Because yeah. I didn't have the data. You always have because or but. Because at the moment that you do something, at that zero time, you are sure that this is the most correct, the most pro-survival thing to do. A second mm. later, you can say, oh, I was wrong. But you don't say I was wrong. You say I was wrong because I was wrong, but. Now, usually what happened? Because you cannot be wrong, what you do, instead of just saying you are wrong, when you say but, you, it's always a lie. Because it's not because you didn't have the data. It's because you did not, you did not use you. You are the thing that knows. You are the thing that uh, creates. You, you know everything. And you agree to not know. And later on, a few years later, if you look back and if you will be brave enough, you'll see that you will say, I knew I just didn't trust myself. I knew I just didn't trust myself. 
And the, what happened is that once you are wrong, to prove that you are right, you keep on doing the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's weird, I know. But if a person is wrong, if a person did something bad to prove that he is right, he's doing the same thing. So, for example, you go and you decided to, to do a diet. I'll take something really simple, like a diet. You mm -hmm. take one bite of a chocolate and you, hit, you eat the whole box, the whole box, the whole thing of the chocolate. You don't eat one piece, yes? You take <laughs> uh, one bite of an ice cream, you eat, you eat the whole store, yes? Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't do one. How did you, you, do, <laughs> you do one thing and you do the whole thing, yes? Yeah. Uh, you see that you get into arguments. Mm -hmm. uh, you are locked on a viewpoint and you will argue for years. Even if you see that the argument do not bring results, you will still push your viewpoint. Yeah. And you will justify it and say, no, but I'm right, but this, but that. But it doesn't bring results. So obviously, you are not right. You understand? So the problem with the experts is that they are human, like anyone else. And once you make a mistake, and especially if you make a mistake in front of the president of a country, you now need to justify why you've been right. So the mistake will grow and grow and grow because you will add the lie on lie on lie. It's like when you start to lie, the lie don't end with one lie. Mm. It, it, it's more and more lies. And the more lies you add, the more stupid you get. Because essentially all the justifications and all the excuses, they are just adding up on the lies. Those are the additional lies you're talking about, correct? Yeah, the original lie, I'm not an expert. I don't know. Right. And uh, what we need, if I was uh, the expert that's supposed to handle it, I would say, look, I have no idea. What we can do is uh, check what's logical. So let's have a look. Let's have a look. And we look at the data and based on the data, we will act. But today you will see uh, people say, well, you know, uh, we there mustn't be more than 50 people in a group. Why? Why not 51? Mm -hmm. Why? It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's, it's not based on some kind of data. Or, or you look and you see, you see some countries that didn't have lockdown, didn't have anything, and they, the hospital did not collapse, and nothing happened, and it's, it's okay, yes? Yeah. And, and more than that, in Taiwan, there's nine, six people that died. Uh, in Sweden, they, they are somewhere in the middle, in the average level. So, so what? So the, the quarantine don't actually help. The quarantine don't help. Who you should quarantine? Someone at high risk, maybe, maybe even that. I will not do that, but I will find a way to increase the immune system. That will be more logical mm. thing to do. Right. And what the other lie? The other lie is that. Uh, uh, if you, if you look before the corona, no one knew how many people died from accidents. No one yeah. knew how many people died from flu. No one knows how many people died from just going to the hospital to visit someone, from mistake of doctors, from many, many, many things. Millions of people died. No one knows because no one promoted because, and it's not a problem. People die, it's part of life. But when you take, a situation that a few hundred thousand people die and you say that it's from corona we don't know that it's from corona yeah. you say that it's from corona we actually know that it's not but regardless of that argument <laughs> and then you say that uh, 
the die from Corona and you promote it, promote it, promote it, promote it, you will be afraid. If I would, you know, it's, uh, I, I had uh, today, I saw some very nice um, uh, kind of a description of what's happening with the coronavirus. You know, in Africa, every year, the animals go from one side of Africa to another side, okay? Okay. And they need to, to cross rivers. And on these rivers, there are crocodiles that always catch some of the animals. The crocodiles kill some of the animals. But the animals know that if they will not cross the river, they will not survive. Mm. So they're crossing the river despite the fact that a few of them will die. Okay? Mm. Imagine that someone will start to quarantine them, put a fence before the river to prevent a few people from dying and uh, quarantine them and will kill the whole, the whole herd. Yeah. This is what's happening right now. This is really what's happening right now. You put, you try to save few people and you kill everyone because the number of uh, businesses that went out of, uh, out of business after hundreds of years, uh, the financial damage, damage, forget about the financial damage, the, the, the social damage, the emotional damage, the psychological damage, the number of people that are destroyed and will not recover for years, the number of people that, will co that committed suicide and will commit suicide, the number of life that has been destroyed is much more than anything that the corona could do. Wow, wow. And what we did, we put a fence in front of the river to prevent some people from dying and to kill everyone else. Mm. You understand? This is really yeah. what we've done. And it's insane. And it's insane because the experts are not expert because the, the thing is you're, you're people are not looking at the real data even if they look at the real data uh, give you an example even in india uh, i was talking to somebody in india recently and they were so afraid they were totally in fear and i asked them a simple question i said do you know how many deaths happened in india because of uh, covid 19 and uh, they had no idea and they said, oh, yeah, yeah, so many people are dying. And I said, okay, but do you know the number? And as you know, the population of India is more than 1 billion. And uh, I said, you know, there are 3,500 deaths. This was about a week or 10 days ago. I said, there are 3,500 deaths in India in a, in a country that has a population of 1 billion. And the person that I was talking to could not say a word. He said, that's it? And I said, yes. Because the media and all the input that they are getting, I mean, I know, I know it's not that person's fault because they are bombarded with all the fear and the media that they are not getting any other input. All what they are getting is all these news that, oh, so many people died and this is happening and that is happening. So they are overwhelmed with this information. So this real data that you provide and such sources do provide, people are sort of blocked from getting that information. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you need to know in evaluating data if the data do not bring an immediate improvement, the data is false. But, but how do you know if the data is false? You need to look, anything that pushes you towards more fear, 
anything that uh, push you towards, I cannot do something about it, it's false. Mm. Think about it, if there was, a, it's basically, you, you can think about it, there's a, one country that's going against another country, okay? And think about it that uh, someone will talk in this country about how terrible those people and how we need to be afraid of them and how do we need to be afraid of them and how we need to be afraid of them. So before they will shoot a bullet, we will kill ourselves. We will quarantine ourselves. You know? <laughs> That's what happened. Because the fear win the war. Mm. The people that are willing to look at the fear in the eyes win the war. It's not the bullet. It's not how powerful the, your airplanes. It's not anything. It's, are you willing to look at the fear in the eyes? Israel, when Israel started, it was 1948, I think there was 650,000 uh, Israelis, no airplanes, no tanks, against uh, armies from, I think, eight countries, something like uh, 250 million people against 600,000. Wow. And the 600,000 people won, not because they had better guns, they had worse guns, not because they had more um, bullets, they had less bullets, not because of anything other than they had such a strong purpose that they look at the fear in the eyes and say, fear, come on, come, 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 come. I'm willing to look at it. I'm willing to die. Why? Because my freedom is more important than my body. Today, mm. what you've been promoted is that your body is more important than your freedom. Your body is more important than anything. And when you think like that, when you're educated like that, you become a piece of dead body. Mm -hmm. <coughs> you, you are actually becoming a piece of a physical thing because the spirit will never admit that something other than it can cause anything. You, the spirit, can cause anything. And anyone that convinces you that you are less than a god, and not a god like the red god, yes? Right. You are less than a god, which means you can determine what's happened. You can look at the fear in the eyes and win. You can mm -hmm. do something about it. Anyone that convinces you anything else is actually your enemy. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Love it. Love it. <laughs> That's amazing. So we're talking about businesses. Every business around the world is now affected and majority of the businesses are, are losing money. There are a few businesses that are making good money, actually really good money. Uh, and some people are barely making it through. So what in your what what do you think that the businesses should be doing right now to either stay afloat or actually do better than what they've ever done? Okay, good. So for a business to make money, uh, he needs to have a, a, a product that is valuable to someone else that he can deliver and the other person can pay. That's the basic thing about businesses. So first of all, you need to establish what is your product? What are you going to give that other people are willing to pay? And the product can be product or service. It's the same thing. It's something of value that uh, other people, when they will receive it, it will help them so much that they will be able to pay. So the first thing you need to define what is your product. And if um, your product is something that uh, 
you cannot deliver like you used to deliver. You need to become smart about how to deliver it. Okay? Right. There's always a solution. There's mm -hmm. always a solution. Uh, and uh, it's just unbelievable, but there's always a solution. Okay? So that's number one. Once you figure out what is the, the product that you're going to deliver, um, what you need to do is uh, to communicate a thousand times more than what you used to. That's amazing. That just amazing. that's all. All number one. Number one, define the product, and number two, communicate a thousand times more. Nothing else. You will the, the Corona virus will be the best thing that happened to you <laughs> if you actually do these two. Uh, two actions. Number one, define the product that you can deliver. Mm -hmm. Figure out what is it that people need and how you deliver it. Once you have that, you just communicate it again and again and again and again, thousand times more than what you used to, and you will see that you will not be able to count the money. Wow. Now, what's the problem with that, what I'm telling you? It's too simple. Hmm. You know, I have a rule, I have a rule, a success rule that I invented that called the mayor's five-second rule. Mm. What is mayor's five-second rule? It comes from uh, the army. You know, I was uh, in a special unit in the Israeli army and I have a problem with my feet, so I cannot really walk. Uh, but I've done the worst things in the universe in terms of uh, using the body. And someone asked me, how did I do it? And I said, how did I do it is that for me, when I do something, I have only five seconds that I need to do it. Only five seconds. So I need to walk only for five seconds. So for five seconds, I can walk, yes? Mm -hmm. And every time I have just one more five seconds. After the five seconds that I finish, I... I I don't have to do anything, but every time I have a new five seconds and I deal only with five seconds. And this is the most unbelievable thing because it takes you through anything, through anything. It happened uh, in terms of you sit in the middle of the night, everyone asleep, and I'm working on my inbox and I have a law that I have to finish my inbox every day. And uh, it's six o'clock in the morning already and I still have 50 emails to go and I can go to sleep or continue. So I continue for five more seconds. Wow. And five more seconds. And five more seconds. And before I know, I don't think about the five more seconds, it's finished. Uh, I had a, a story once. I was um, in a seminar mm -hmm. and uh, someone told me, I was talking about the, the power of the spirit and so on, and that uh, the spirit is caused over the body. And uh, someone told me, you know what? You cannot do seven minutes plank. So I can. He says, did you, like, first of all, I didn't know what the plank is, yes? So I asked him, <laughs> what, what is a plank? <laughs> so he showed me what is a plank, and he says, I said, ah, okay, I can do that. He says, you cannot do it. I've been training for six months, and now I can do seven minutes, and it's very difficult and so on. I said, seven minutes, I cannot but I can do seven minutes. He says, what do you mean? I said, look, I'll show you. So we made the bet and I went down and I've done seven minutes. And when I finished, he asked me, how, 
how did you do that? Like what? I said, look, I did not do five, seven minutes. I've done many five seconds. Nice. Nice. Five seconds and another five seconds and another five seconds. And that's applied to anything. In anything in life, you need to find your five seconds. And sometimes it's five seconds and sometimes you can define it's five minutes and sometimes it's uh, five hours. And some, But it's something. Now, there's a whole knowledge behind it. Why five and not four? It must be an even number, number one. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, because it creates this next thing it, when it's even you get to an end plus minus plus minus when it's uneven it creates the next cycle there's a whole knowledge about this five minutes a uh, five second rule but at the moment if anyone hear it and just apply that five second rule whenever something becomes difficult whenever you worry about something whenever you're not sure if you can all you have to do is to say good Five seconds. I can't do that for five seconds. Just five seconds. Five seconds. Five right. seconds. See, your whole life will change by the five-second rule. My five-second rule already changed the life of many people. And I, I get it almost every day. Someone write to me and say, you know, I was like, I couldn't do that. And I thought that I cannot do that. I cannot continue with my business. And, and my uh, accountant told me that we need to close. And I said, you know what? Five more days. Because I applied the five-second rule. Five days, I can go. Five more days. So is there five something specific with five, uh, or it can be any odd number? No, it's five. It's five. It has to be five. five. Okay. Yeah, there's a reason why five. And uh, if you come to one of my uh, uh, seminars, I will explain. But uh, generally, five has to do with the way that uh, uh, the power of the spirit has been deteriorated from knowing to where we are right now. So there's a specific reason why five and not three and not four and not seven and not six. Five. Awesome. Really important five. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good, so good. the five second rule is something that can change your life. And if you start to apply it, every time you feel a little bit, I cannot, that's it, enough, I'm done. Apply the five second rule. And you will see that you will promote, you will succeed, you will progress in order of magnitude more than what you've done up to now. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mir. Recently, uh, you started an amazing series of webinars which was uh, focused on Yoga Sutras. And I have uh, started attending those with you where I attended the first two Yoga Sutra webinars and the amazing information that you have in there, uh, the way that it is being presented, I'm really getting the, the data, what I was missing all these years. I mean, born in India, I've been exposed to yoga and the concept of yoga for years and decades. But the way how powerful it is, I know now, and I've just started the webinar and the training series, but I already see the amazing value that this training is going to bring to me. So can you tell us a little bit more about this seminar and what's happening and what's, what's your plan with this seminar? Yeah. So generally, if you talk to 90% of the people on earth and you tell them yoga, they instinctively tell you that it's good. Hmm. Yeah, they tell you it's yeah, good. They don't know exactly why, but they know it's good. Right. 
Now, if you look at most successful people, you'll see that successful people, in most successful people in some way or another was involved in yoga or are involved in yoga or think that yoga is really important and want to be involved in yoga. They have something to do with yoga. Mm. Why? Because the idea behind yoga was extremely powerful idea. The idea behind yoga was not to do fancy uh, poses. Mm -hmm. The idea behind yoga was to come up with a spiritual techniques that when applied will release the spirit from the draconian clause of the physical universe. Wow. The whole idea is actually to restore you to native state. That was the purpose of yoga. Wow. Long, long, long time ago. Over the years, uh, those purposes have been deteriorated because the people uh, lost the techniques, lost the knowledge, and it was deteriorated and deteriorated and deteriorated and deteriorated to right now where people talk about things that they really don't know. And I'm saying it not because I want to make someone wrong, but because I spoke to people that do yoga across the globe and ask them simple questions like define a spirit, what is truth, uh, what is mind, uh, what is to manifest, what is energy, they talk a lot about energy, just define for me a, a wavelength, what does it mean a wavelength, how do you calculate a wavelength, what's the connection between frequency, wavelength and the speed of light, etc, 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 and I found out they know nothing about it. I mean, they know the words, they can say energy, but if I ask them to define energy, or what's the difference between energy, force, power? Mm. What's the difference between energy and kinetic energy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's all one mishmash. Energy, you know, energy. Energy is energy, yes. <laughs> and then, and because of that misunderstanding, uh, understandings because of that misunderstandings they don't bring results so you see that people uh, do meditation do yoga and while they will have good physical results uh, the body will become stronger uh, they will be able to be more flexible etc if you look at their life they don't have even close to what they should have in terms of result in their life. They, they have relationship problems, they have money problems, they have problems with their, uh, their children and even problems with their health and they don't have the expected results. Mm -hmm. So when you don't have the expected result, you need to know that you don't know. Yep. It's a big thing to know. Yeah. And um, so I, I figured this thing out because uh, a friend of mine and one of my students uh, Ray Indigo, she she was um, teaching that and she told me and she that she observed that there's no result and she asked me to have a look at, uh, at the yoga sutras. And I had a look and I saw it. Impossible to understand. No one can understand it. The way that it's written right now is not with the purpose of someone actually using it. Wow. It is in the purpose of someone guessing what it means. And guessing is not such a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I said, good, I can, I can help with that. And, um, uh, and she said, what, are you going to give me the Yoga Sutras? I said, no, who makes me God to give you the Yoga Sutras? <laughs> Nonsense. Because it, I can give you my opinion, but my opinion means nothing, really. 
but I can make you rediscover them. Mm. And she said, what? I said, yep, I can make you rediscover them. I can give you the tools that you will rediscover them. And she said, how do I know that I rediscovered the correct thing? I said, look, if I discover A, if I write a sentence and you rediscover, and I didn't tell you anything, and you discovered the, the same sentence, probably is right. But if we take 200 people and all 200 people come to the same sentence, it's 99.999999999% that is right. Mm. So what I'm doing in this, um, the part to you, is actually I'm teaching people uh, what they need to know in order to rehabilitate the ability to know. And when they have the rehabilitated the ability to know, they can find the Yoga Sutras or anything else. I'm just using the Yoga Sutra as an example. And anything else, basically I'm teaching you how to know. How do you recover knowledge? How do you recover lost knowledge? Are you going to ask someone and make yourself an effect? Or are you going to discover it and make yourself cause? Wow. And you see that there's something very interesting about knowledge. If you're not the source of the knowledge, you don't actually know. How, 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 can, I, um, what can, how can I show it to you? is um, if you have any knowledge that you've studied, you have some knowledge and you think that you understand it. One day you got to teach it. Once you start to teach it, you realize what you know, what you don't know, you realize everything. When you teach, is the best time for you to learn. Mm. Not from school, not from school, not from books, not from anything. When you teach, when you assume that you know, when you become the source, you learn the most. So the only way for you to learn is to teach. What does it mean to teach? To assume that you know. Mm. Never allow to anything else or anyone else other than yourself to be the source of your knowledge, source of your data. You know the definition of the spirit or one of the definition is this thing that knows. And when someone else other than yourself is the source for your knowledge, you become a useless robot. Mm. You think that you know, but you're actually useless. That's so powerful. That's so powerful. And you've been teaching this in your seminars and webinars, and I've attended two or three of your live seminars, which were just mind-blowing. I mean, remember the first one that I, that I attended, we went on and on and on. It was about 4 p.m. And then uh, we realized, oh, my God, we, we've not had lunch yet. And we yeah. went from, say, 8 o'clock in the morning till about 4 o'clock without having any breaks, no lunch, no breakfast. And I've never had that experience attending any other seminar. Everybody was so involved. And you were involved. And it was so much fun. It was not like it was intense and everybody's working hard. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was really different. And the main thing I like about uh, learning from you, Mir, is you make other people so right. You make other people so right. And I've had that difficulty myself when I'm teaching someone, uh, because you know when I do my coaching and my teaching and training, uh, the concept that I originally had was that I know more than them, and that's why I need to teach them. I need to give them more data. But since I've been learning from you for about three years and that huge shift has happened in my teaching, uh, people have started to recognize that, oh, my God, I'm not just saying that, oh, you're, you're wrong, you don't know that, but, you're, but I'm actually helping them realize that they are already powerful. 
And this is one of the most powerful lessons I've learned from you. And it has thank shown great, amazing results for me. So thank you so much for helping, well, me, helping me and yeah, you, making yeah. a huge difference. Yeah, I have a very interesting definition for the, the word learning. Uh -huh. I say that learning is a process of deleting fake realities and not adding data. And most people think that you go to learn to get data. I mm. say you got to learn in order to remove nonsense. And when you clean your uh, windshield enough, all of a sudden you see, and you don't need me to tell you go left, go right, you can see. Right. Because you know, you know, and the only bad thing that you can tell a person is you don't know. Oh my God, that's amazing. The worst thing, the most suppressive thing that you can do to a person is to tell him you don't know. You want wow. to destroy someone, tell him you don't know. Yeah. You know, you know, you know. And any teacher can, the only thing that the teacher can do for you is help you realize that you actually know. Mm. And you don't do that by by adding data because if I'm adding data, then I become the god, and you become my slave. Mm. What kind of a freedom is that? What kind of yeah. life is that? Never, yeah. ever, ever make anyone or anything or any deity or any anyone the source of your knowledge. You need to get to a point where you know just because you know. Mm -hmm. You know, for no reason at all. Awesome. When I was when I was three years old, I was uh, I woke up uh, one day. I went to the uh, the radio did not work at our home, and I crawled to the radio because I was uh, with cousin, whatever. Never mind. I, so I opened the radio at the back of the radio. I look, and I decided that uh, vacuum tube is broken. I took the vacuum tube out, went to my dad, and I said, "Hey, dad, this uh, vacuum tube is broken, and if you buy me one." I would fix the radio. And he says, how do you know that that vacuum tube is broken and not something else? And I looked at him and I thought that he's the most weird person in the universe. And I told him, how do you know your name? What do you mean, how do you know? I know. <laughs> I don't need a reason to know. Well, you know, you know. You know your name. You don't say, well, why do I think my name is? No, you know. And that was my viewpoint on life since then. And every time some my life went the wrong way around is because someone came to me and told me that I don't know. Mm. Good intention people, but yeah. they told me I don't know. And the disaster always came. You want to find the beginning of any one of your fails, failures, any disaster that you have in your life, you will see it started when you bought the idea that you don't know, that someone other than you know more than you. No one no one know more than you because anything in, that in front of you, behind you, or the side of you, you put it there. So no one can know more than you. You know the spirit. Only ability is to know, and you know by putting ideas out, not by looking at your past. The mm. definition of the word insanity is attention stuck in the past. Attention stuck in the past. So when someone else other than yourself or something else other than you tell you what's right, what's wrong, how to know, etc., etc., you need to know you're already checked out, you're already lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sense? That is so powerful. So powerful. Love that. Love that. Yeah. 
And this is what I mean, Mir. I mean, applying all this in my life through drills and exercises is just amazing. I mean, there, there's, there's no information like this that's available that one can read it, but it's so much at a practical level that it can be done. Yeah, so. it's, it's really the, the, the simplicity is unbelievable and the, the results are immediate. And uh, if someone come to you and tell you that um, either it's not simple or the results are not immediate, uh, and um, when someone cannot show you the results or when he thinks that it's complex, you need to know this person don't know. Yeah. You need to know it. This person don't know. Person that not thinks that everything is simple. He's like, he, he thinks, wow, he, he really thinks that it's complicated. <laughs> you don't believe it. Like, wow, you think it's complicated. Let's say you know how to write and someone tell you it's complicated to write. I think, no, it's yeah. really simple. Yes. So number one, it's, it's uh, easy. Number two, you can predict how long it will take to bring the results. You can say that's how long it will take. 3.7 seconds and I will take off. It, you can predict the result. You can say I will arrive in 21 minutes. So you can predict the time it will take. And the, number three, you can predict the results. Not guess the result. Predict, say that's what will happen. If any of this is missing, you achieve. Wow. Wow, love that. Love that. Okay, awesome. That's so important. Thank you so much. This is really, really helpful. Just before we go, anyone that's listening, if you have any questions, uh, follow me on Instagram, Mayor Official. Uh, and even if you don't have questions, make other people follow me on Instagram, Mayor uh, Ezra Official, and uh, simply write for me a question. Anyone, even if I don't know the person, write for me any question you have, and I will give you answers you will not like, but they will be effective. That's number one. Number two, if you want to join the, um, uh, the path to you, the, um, the lost art of the Yoga Sutra, I deliver it on Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 9 p.m. South Africa time and 10 p.m. Uh, Israel time. All you have to do is to go to mayrezra.com forward slash yoga and register. It's free, not easy, but free, yes, and it's on the screen here on uh, Facebook and YouTube and um, it's in my bio on Instagram. So you go to my bio on Instagram, you'll find the link and you click. And other than that, tomorrow at uh, uh, same time, 4 p.m. in Eastern Standard Time and 10 p.m. in South Africa. I'm going to do another Facebook Live every day. Uh, I'm doing this thing other than Saturdays and Sunday or other than Sunday, I'm not sure. Every day I'm doing uh, those uh, interviews and I talk about whatever. If you want to ask me specific questions, private message me and I will answer the questions. Uh, and um, that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Mir. Thank you for the opportunity for interviewing you and sharing so much powerful knowledge with me and my friends and, and people and human beings. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you for listening. Thank you for everyone. I see uh, there are lots of people here. Swapna and Aaron and Avi Budara Halan Mainyanim is Israeli, a friend, very good friend from Israel. And Marcel Cohen. Hi. 
also Israeli, but he lives in uh, Canada. He's like unbelievable uh, engineer, and he deals with um, like unbelievable knowledge. Um, and uh, yes, lots of people. Uh, thank you for joining. Please share. And thank you, Amit, not only for this interview, for everything you're doing, you and Swapna and your family, probably the most beautiful family I ever known, most thank caring, you. most loving. And I don't think I ever met someone so special like you. You have wow. the best family I, I met ever, like really unbelievable. And uh, thank you for Shamaya that organizing everything in the background. And of course, Thank you for Gali that helped me with everything that moves. He's amazing. And thank you for joining. I'll see you tomorrow. Sounds great. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.